Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast from the walk.se. As I hope you all know by now, this is the ongoing chronicles about my walking from Stockholm to Sydney while trying to become a minimalist vagabond. I was in Eunice last time. I did a podcast and I walked from Eunice uh, to Kinder and then from Kinder to Lake Charles. Two very hot days, not super long. They were, oh, well, well actually, one of them was quite long. It was about 44 kilometers one day and 55 kilometers the next day. So I suppose they were quite reasonable walks, but they were very hot. In fact, it's been very hot and humid uh, here. Um, which is not surprising this time of the year here, but um, although it has been hot and humid, I am quite surprised that it's uh, working out quite well. I do have to take it a bit easier, walk a bit slower, make sure to drink a lot of water. That's the point, isn't it? And it's all good exercise for when I get uh, to the warmer parts of Australia. Crossing through central Australia is definitely going to be uh, an adventure, so... Um, uh, I'm getting a bit of practice in for that, which is great. Uh, a couple of things have happened, a uh, couple of important things have happened since uh, since the last podcast. And uh, one of them is that when I arrived in Lake Charles, I, I had a rest day there in order to celebrate my birthday. So I'm another year older, and uh, I wouldn't say I'm another year wiser, but, uh, well, we'll see how that works out in the long run. Uh, it was great to be there, uh, to have a hotel room for a couple of days and um, kick back a little bit, relax. And uh, I received a lot of uh, congratulations on Facebook and email and everything. And I just want to take the chance to thank everybody. The 6th of June marks not only my birthday, uh, it's also the Swedish National Day, uh, but it also marks my walking for two years. It was actually two years ago, on the 6th of June, that I started out on the test walk, uh, which was a, a walk I did uh, for two months during the summer of two 2012 in Sweden in order to test some equipment, uh, test myself, and to make uh, doubly sure that the walk was something that I was both able and wanting to do. Um, I got some great answers from the test walk, both equipment-wise and about myself, I suppose the most important thing was that I was very, very motivated to continue after those two months walking. It was very difficult to, to sort of go back to, um, to living an ordinary life and working and concentrating on on everything else. Uh, in fact, now, um, in the last two years, I have walked uh, ten thousand kilometres. Most of that on the walk proper, about a bit more than 8,000 kilometres and, and about 1,800 kilometres on the test walk. But, uh, you know, that's, that's a fair distance, 10,000 kilometres in, um, in two years. 
and in fact in, a, in about a, a month or two, probably about two months, I will be celebrating 10,000 kilometers on the walk itself. Um, as you know, if you've been following me from the beginning, I was sort of celebrating every thousand kilometers or so that I passed when I was walking through Europe and I went to one, got to 1,000 and 2,000. I always sort of put a post up and an Instagram photo, but uh, I sort of stopped that around the 4,000 kilometer mark, I think. Um, well, but I think now the next big mark is going to be when we get to 10,000 kilometers. It should be, oh, I'd say, about two months away. It'll be an interesting mark. It's 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 a fair distance. Uh, it will be something to have accomplished. So I, I'm quite looking forward to that. All in all, I've now spent about two and a half years living with the walk as a project. Uh, it was in the uh, the Christmas and New Year break of 2011-2012. Uh, uh, I was actually. Um, uh, away on holidays and I had a I was in Cyprus and I was staying in a hotel there and I actually sat down and decided that uh, I might be able to do something with this crazy idea that I had kicking around in my head for for the last six months or so that I actually might want to do the walk actually walk the way I'd been sort of thinking about it that was where, where it actually changed from a, a crazy idea that I'd sort of mentioned to a few people uh, to me sitting down and actually writing a project description and mailing it out to a select few people to, to get their input and see what, what happened. In many ways, essentially since then, two and a half years ago, I have been living with the walk as a project and as a probably one of the the most important parts of my life. I mean, everything I've been doing since then has been more or less leading up to completing the walk and then the walk itself. Uh, I've had a few questions about the walk uh, from a few people that have interviewed me and a few people I've met. And one of the questions I've had several times is uh, if I have changed as a person due to the walk or because of the walk. Uh, and I really have to say that I don't think I have changed all that much. Uh, I'm pretty much the same person. I do not think my values or intentions are the same. In fact, if I, I have changed, in fact, if I look back at uh, some of the early videos and some of the early posts I've known, I'm sort of quite surprised how uh, what I want to do and the values and how I want this to work actually have remained quite the same. Now, how I might be able to do things have changed, and, and I've certainly learned a lot by doing this, but but the, the core values and intentions have all remained the same, and I don't really feel that I've changed all that much. What might have changed, and what I think is, which is probably a good thing, which is one of the reasons I wanted to do the walk, is that I am probably live, living closer to my core intentions. I'm actually uh, trying to live the way I want to live and do the things I want to do in a more um, deliberate manner than I probably have been at any other time in my life before. Uh, although I've changed and done a lot of things through my life, I've uh, let very much chance uh, steer me along in different ways and I think I've now sort of feel that I've taken more charge of where I'm going and I'll see where it's leading and what it's going to do. It seems pretty strange because I'm, as I, because I'm doing this walk which is a pretty sort of uh, uh, flexible uh, 
non-conformist type walk, but the, it might seem strange that I'm saying that I'm I'm living more deliberately, but uh, I'm actually doing what I want. So I feel feel that I'm living much more deliberately than I have uh, have previously. I had a great time in 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 Lake Charles. I uh, I was quite quite lucky. Um, I. Uh, did some shopping during the day, and for my birthday, I bought myself a <clears throat> a water cooler. And I think it's one of the best things I've done uh, on the walk here so far. Uh, it's a water cooler with a big opening that you can put ice in and then fill it with water. And it's it's, it's only like half a gallon. It's not very big. It's like two liters, uh, but. Um, it does mean that I can buy some crushed ice at the different service stations and everything I pass. And I can actually have a cool drink of water um, and it sort of keeps the water cool almost all day. Uh, and it, cool water is a lot more um, uh, palatable than, than, than warm water when you're out walking in the heat. And it's probably uh, yeah, one of the best birthday presents I've given myself for a long time. Nice and simple and it really works well. I also had a haircut. I've been getting a bit, uh, my hair, I haven't had a haircut since I was in, in Sweden in, uh, oh, like um, two and a half, three months ago. Although that my hair wasn't long because I cut it quite short when I was in Sweden, I decided it was uh, time to have a haircut, celebrate my birthday, and um, I had a bit of a beard going on, uh, and I went into a, um, a barber shop, and it turned out to be only coloured people in there, and um, I was the only white guy there, and it was quite interesting. Uh, my barber wanted me to keep the beard. He said he could do some really, really interesting stuff with it. Uh, uh, but I was pretty tired of it and I just wanted to cut off. So he gave me a really good haircut. And, uh, yeah, it was an in interesting uh, situation. And, um, yeah, it was quite cool, actually. In the evening, I was lucky in Lake Charles. They had a, uh, a sort of a street party thing going on. And there was some live music. Uh, there was a beer for sale. And there were people hanging around. And... Uh, I kicked back in the in the evening, enjoyed a beer or two, uh, listened to some live music, and, and just generally relaxed. Didn't really talk to all that many people. I took, mainly just took it easy, but I really enjoyed the atmosphere, and uh, yeah, it was a great birthday celebration, actually. Then, well, next day it was time to hit the road again, and I walked. Uh, Lake Charles was actually a bit of a out of the way or it wasn't out of the way but it was a sort of became a bit of a, a detour because to get past Lake Charles to go further west I actually had to go I had to came from the north to go down towards Lake Charles and I had to go north again to leave Lake Charles because it wasn't able to walk over the uh, the bridges uh, of, of the main highways in Lake Charles I actually had to go up a little bit uh, before I could go west again. So it became a bit of a, a, a detour, doesn't really matter. But I, I walked uh, the first day from, up from Lake Charles, it was a hot day, and uh, uh, I walked uh, a fair sort of distance and uh, probably cl closer to 45, 50 kilometers that day. It was a pretty long day. And um, I was going along quite well. And, and in the afternoon, I was um, walking along uh, uh, the road, and unfortunately, the roads vary a, a lot. The road there wasn't the best sort of road. The best sort of road's got a, a nice big shoulder to walk on. And unfortunately, where I was walking now, the, the shoulder wasn't that great. And, and I have to sort of, uh, when there was a lot of traffic, I had to sort of um, step out off the road, uh, which makes it a bit of a stop-start situation during the day. And yeah, it gets quite irritating, actually. 
but I was I was heading along and uh, I was starting to get uh, a little bit late in the afternoon. I was starting to think about a place to stop and. Uh, when a gentleman came out and and uh, met me on the side of the road, and he had some uh, some water, cold water, with him, and uh, I stopped and talked with him. And uh, his wife had apparently seen me on the road a little bit earlier, and uh, she was inside making me a, a sandwich. And um, uh, we talked for a little bit, and they actually invited me in to have a bit of a dip in their pool, which was great. Late afternoon, long hot day. What what could be better than having a swim in the pool? Uh, cold drink, and then they they sent me on my way with some 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 water, some food, some ice, refreshed. And I headed off. I had about another two hours to go that day before it became too dark to walk, and I wasn't sure where I was going to stay. And I ended up eventually camped uh, beside a drainage ditch. Uh, this drainage ditch sort of headed off from the main road, and. It, I sort of walked down it for about a kilometre until I couldn't see the road, so I thought that'd be pretty safe there. And uh, I set up the the tent, and um, it's it's hot <laughs> that time. Not even like this is eight or nine o'clock in the evening, and uh, it's quite hot. But there are so many bugs around all there, and then I get bitten a lot by the bugs. They really love me for some reason. I must have really really sweet blood or something. They really. Uh, bite me a lot and they break out in all these little lumps and things so I try to avoid the the bugs as much as possible so I had to sleep in the tent now I only put up the the tent is a two-part tent it's got an inner tent and an outer outer fly and I only put up the inner tent but even so it's very very hot in the tent I put it up there on the drainage ditch and uh, crawled inside and I'm lying there on my on my little air mattress and uh, I, the, the sweat just rolls off you. It's almost like being in a sauna. But the option of blowing outside among the bugs was even worse. So I, I stuck it out and as the night cooled down, it became quite all right. Uh, but then I was just as I was falling asleep, uh, I heard, heard a, a noise. It was a, an engine noise. And all of a sudden, these, a set of lights were coming towards me. I could see them through the, through the tank. An all-terrain vehicle, an ATV, a little four-wheel thing, they're quite common here, um, came up um, past the tent. And a little little way before the tent, uh, I heard a sort of a boombox uh, playing some country music, and they turned it off, and then they slowly eased past the tent. And I, I could hear some people talking. I didn't hear much, so I thought, oh, well, here someone's going to stop and... Uh, complain about me being here or something but uh, nothing happened and they just sort of continued past and uh, continued on and um, I thought oh oh great and tried to get back to sleep again Uh, but then about an hour again later uh, uh, another uh, I think it was the same ATV came past again and this time it slowed down a lot more and I could actually hear um, some of the people talking it sounded to be sounded to be too uh, Two young girls or boys, uh, and uh, they were uh, wondering if they, what the tent was and if there was someone in it. And they slowed down, and I moved inside the tent, and then and I heard someone say, "Oh, there's someone there." And they sort of uh, they didn't take off, but they definitely didn't stop. They kept going. I think they were more frightened of me than than, than I was of them, definitely. Uh, but, and I was a little bit worried that there might be someone coming um, to check out who I was. Uh, but uh, nothing much happened, so I just stayed there uh, for the night. Got up in the morning and uh, headed off towards uh, Mauriceville. And Mauriceville is in Texas. So I finally made it to Texas. That's another state, done and dusted. 
Texas is going to is a big state. It's going to take me a long time, and it's going to be very hot. But it's it's uh, nice to finally have reached it. Anyway, I walked into Morrisville, and uh, there really isn't much to the town. I don't know if I can say too much about it. It's uh, um, but I actually ended up, I turned up there, I was looking for a restaurant, I wanted to, I wanted to have a steak, basically, I wanted, uh, you know, I'm in Texas, I want a steak, <laughs> I wanted a big, nice, juicy steak, and I wanted a salad, and I couldn't really find anything there, um, so I ended up trying to find a place to camp, and I actually found a, a, an, a lot that was for sale, like an industrial lot that was sale, more or less in the middle of town, and I sort of hid behind some bushes, and made camp there and and again it was very hot in the tent and I actually put up the uh, not only the inner tent but even the the fly on the tent this time because the, the fly is the inner tent's white and the fly is uh, green so sort of with the green fly on it it sort of melts into the uh, to the the, under, the the brush there a little bit and um, people couldn't see I was there but as I said it was very hot in the tent uh, next morning I got up and uh, one of the reasons I decided to stay in Morrisville or try to camp as close to Morrisville as possible was that there was a, a diner there uh, that I could go in and have some breakfast, you know, some uh, uh, bacon and eggs. Yeah. And that was great. Bacon, eggs, coffee and, and a lot of water. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of water. It's actually difficult to... Uh, to remember to drink enough water, but I think I'm sort of uh, starting to get the hang of it. I more or less have to drink all the time, basically, to get enough water in, into me when it's this hot and humid. I am hoping that it won't be as humid when I move a little bit further west, but uh, we'll see what happens. Next day was walking from Morrisville to Silsby. There was uh, not really much to say about this walk. Uh, I was walking along the road. Uh, a lot of timber trucks. Uh, one thing that I can say, I'm now in Texas, as I said, and I would have thought there to be, uh, you know, Texas, where you think about cowboys and you think about horses and you think about cattle. And uh, the only thing I've seen so far is, is timber country. A lot of timber, pine trees everywhere, and a lot of pine tree plantations, a lot of timber trucks. The real Texas will probably be on the other side of Austin somewhere when I get that far. It was a hot and humid day and there was a thunderstorm brewing and uh, towards the afternoon I got caught in a little bit of a thunderstorm, nothing too bad, just, just you know, it was actually quite refreshing, got a little bit wet, uh, not too much, not too bad and I kept walking but as I got in closer to, to Silsby, I wasn't very, very far from it, I actually uh, saw a uh, uh, a bit of a thunderstorm. I could actually see the front coming towards me on the road. Um, it was uh, a proper front, and I can actually see on the road coming towards me uh, a wet line advancing towards me. And it was coming along a you know a fair sort of uh, clip. I don't know, probably doing ten miles an hour or something, coming along the road. And there was a very, very uh, uh, easily discernible line between where the where it was raining and when it was not. It was just as if someone was just drawn a line and they were moving it. And I, I, I saw it coming towards me and I realised it was raining quite heavily. So I, I actually put it, uh, uh, made sure I had my sun hat on to protect me, since, to stop the water from getting in my eyes. And, uh, 
and advanced. I was walking towards this um, the the front, advancing towards me on the on the road, and uh, all of a sudden it, it was just sort of got up to me and um, and it passed me, and it was like stepping straight into a cold shower. Uh, up until now, most of the rain and the thunderstorms I've been caught in ha- have been reasonably warm, and I hadn't really uh, yeah reflected that much about. It. But this was actually cold. Uh, it was probably there was no hail in it, but uh, a little bit colder, and it would have been hail. So it was actually like stepping into to a yeah a full on cold shower, and it was a bit of a shock actually. Uh, but well, after a bit of walking, it um, uh, you know, I got got the heat up, and it was actually quite refreshing. It cooled me down quite nicely. Uh, the only thing is, it was a, it was pissing down, really was. It was pouring down water, so everything got wet. Uh, and I actually ended up spending that night in a in a hotel room trying to dry everything that wasn't packed in my uh, aluminium box, um, trying to dry it out. And I even had to dry out my money. All my money got wet. So that's one of the beauties with the, the alu box that I that I use on 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 the cart, the mule. Uh, it is completely waterproof. So no matter how much it rains, uh, I, it never it, it never gets wet inside it and um, yeah I've used a few different water, so-called waterproof bags and so before but uh, I don't think of anything that's uh, this easy to use and waterproof at the same time so it's really good I'm, I'm, I'm really happy I'm using the the box uh, and in these sorts of situations it helps a lot. Next day I headed off to, to Kuntz which is where I am now. Uh, it was a, re- a bit of a shorter walk, and I'd planned to come here, and I'm having a rest day here, and a lot of rest days here at the, in the States, uh, to get this podcast done, basically. And just before I arrived here, you can see, I uh, I stopped and uh, I sent uh, my narrative clip back to the people at Narrative. Um, I've been using it to... Um, to um, record as I'm walking across America, and it's actually something's happened with it. It stopped working, and uh, I just get a message that's in that it's in recovery mode. And uh, I've been in contact with the people at Narrative, and they've been very, very helpful. And they asked me just to send it back, and they'll replace it. And as a ma- as a matter of fact, I've already heard that they have uh, they have already sent me a new one, and they sent it to my sister, who's who was very kind, and sent it. To, to Charlie, who's going to come and meet me in, in Austin and walk with me for a while. And I just got a message from Charlie that he's actually received it. So I will have a new narrative clip in, in, uh, in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. Um, I'll be able to start using it again, which is great. It, it, it's a fun way to record everything that's happening. But I, actually, I had to send the old one back. And uh, it was a bit of a problem because I actually went to FedEx and uh, UPS and a couple of the other places here and... Um, I mean, the narrative clip is a little. It weighs about twenty grams, and it's 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 as small as a compact flash memory card. And they wanted one hundred and four dollars to send it to Sweden. Now, what? You got to be kidding me! So I ended up actually having to send it uh, after trying a few different places. One of the places I think it was uh, uh, UPS actually wanted one hundred and forty-six dollars to send it, uh, which is absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I actually ended up uh, finally just sending it by U.S. mail, registered U.S. mail, uh, first-class mail. That worked, that worked out right. It was uh, $30-odd 
the big difference, $146 or $30. The difference is it'll take uh, up to a week to get to Sweden rather than two days, but that should be fine. So that's sent. I'm, I'm really hanging out to get my new clip and start using it again. Uh, I'm experimenting a little bit with my diet at the moment. Uh, I am, uh, when I was in, uh, in uh, Lake Charles, I actually bought some, uh, uh, I actually bought some ketosis sticks where, the, where you can actually see if you are in dietary ketosis or not. And I'm experimenting with a, a, a no sugar, no grains diet. Uh, to see if I can uh, attain dietary ketosis and see what that does to my body as I walk. I probably have more to say on that later on as the experiment sort of develops. It's, uh, it's always fun to experiment a little bit and see what happens. I'm always interested in these sorts of uh, things. Apart from that, everything is going really, really great. I, I feel good. I, uh, I'm having a little bit of trouble sleeping. I've got a bit of restless leg syndrome. I'm, I just can't lie still at night. But uh, apart from that, I'm feeling good and I feel rested. And I eat, despite the heat, I'm often walking uh, more than 40 kilometers a day when I'm walking. So everything's going really, really well. And uh, tomorrow, I hope to get back on the road again and start heading towards Houston. Uh, it looks like I will be going through Houston. I hope to have somebody to stay with on the west side of Houston by the time I, I, I get there. And uh, then after that, it's onwards towards Austin. I'm really enjoying the walking still. Uh, it, it's really great. And I hope that you all uh, keep following me uh, and spread it to as many people as possible. I really appreciate those of you that can, uh, that listen to the podcast through the ACAST app. Again, probably only you Swedish people out there, and uh, I'll let everybody else know as the um, ACAST app becomes available internationally. Uh, everybody else, go to the website, the blog. Um, you'll find uh, most of the information there and all of the pictures, and you can also subscribe to the podcast uh, through iTunes. Uh, and again, if somebody could uh, possibly write a review or rate the podcast on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. Whatever you do, just remember, keep walking. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.